The Trail 1833, KDTR-FM, Florence, Missoula, locally owned, locally operated by the Missoula Broadcasting Company. I'm Alanya. Thanks for joining me. It is the middle of the day, middle of the week, and time for the Trail Lunchbox. Trail Lunchbox is proudly sponsored by The Trough at 2106 Clements Road. Great place to have breakfast, lunch, or dinner during the week. And then on the weekends, they've got a really stellar brunch menu with $2 mimosas and delicious coffee. Check it out. Tell them the trail sent you. That is the trough in the Target Range area. Proud sponsors of the Trail Lunchbox. So uh, celebrating Earth Week this week, we kicked it off Monday with Lee Tavener from Solar Plexus to stop by talk about uh, the importance of solar power today and how you can kickstart your solar journey. Then yesterday we had Lane and Emmy from the Good Food Store talk about their relationships with local farmers, the events that they're sponsoring this weekend, and also some of the uh, great uh, steps you can take to make your grocery shopping at the Good Food Store a little bit more sustainable. And you can check out both of those interviews at trail1833.com. And I'm very excited to welcome here into the studio Chase Bjornson. He is the Green Initiative Coordinator for Logjam Presents. They uh, run some pretty extraordinary venues here in town, the Kettle House Amphitheater, the Top Hat, the Wilma. They uh, are putting on the Mumford & Sons show. They're building a venue in Bozeman. You guys got a lot going on. There is a lot going on, there always. Is. Yeah, and so um, Green Initiative Coordinator, do you kind of just want to explain a little bit about what that means and kind of what you do with Logjam and that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in 2017, Nick gave me the project of making our venues green. Um, super open-ended. I could go anywhere I wanted to with it. Um, so I developed a green initiative plan, which is a multi-phase plan that's now in action. Um, we're still only in phase one of that plan, crazy enough. Wow. Phase one involves um, the compostables, the recyclables, eliminating plastic waste, which we just recently accomplished with our project with the Illumitech bottles with Montana Silver Springs. Um, so yeah, basically we started out by implementing recycling program across all the venues um, and then just switching all of our products over to compostable products uh, in lieu of single-use plastic. And that took a lot of trial and error, actually contacting companies, getting samples, seeing if those samples actually worked, uh, working really closely with Sean Doty at Missoula Compost Collection, who is awesome. We love, I've gotten this whole station now obsessed with composting, yeah. thanks to Missoula Compost Collection. He is fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's been really cool working with him, uh, getting this compost up and running. Um, <clears throat> a few months later, we, after we identified successful products that actually would compost as they said they would, uh, we implemented those into our restaurant and all of our venues. Um, at this point, now we've recycled and composted well over 200,000 pounds of wow. waste, which we like to say diverted from the landfills. That's a, And that's an important, um, yeah, saying diverted from the landfill because yes. it's, it's. I mean, we all saw what happened on I-90 a few weeks ago yeah, with all the trash exactly. out there. And uh, we can. there's simple steps we can take to making sure that we don't add to that. Um, and yeah, Missoula Compost Collection, a great partner with helping that, um, that forward momentum. Yeah. Is it hard to educate the public on this? I mean, um, you know, beyond just here's a recycling bin for your beer cans, but here's actually a place to put your cups. Uh, is it hard to kind of convince people to do that that you guys have found or they just kind of go where you tell them? It is hard. It's really hard. That's kind of one of the biggest parts is educating people. And no matter what, I'll be standing there at a venue looking at the three what I think are very beautiful waste streams <laughs> yeah. and then watch somebody just throw their beer can in the green one, which is the compost, or just throw it in the black one, just not really care. So we put really clear signage on there and try and make it as easy as possible to understand where certain things go and um, you know act accordingly. But no matter what, still some people just don't 
get it. Yeah. Well, we're here to help encourage them and inspire them to make those changes. Um, I mean, yeah, the same thing here. With the, the first few weeks, we had that green bucket in our in our uh, kitchen from Missoula Compost. You know, there was just a you know coffee filter here and there. You know, and then finally, after a few weeks, now we've all become. I mean, I see people now digging there here at the station. Oh no, I just dropped a you know banana peel or something it. in the trash, and they're like, I gotta you know save that. Um, so this is phase one. What uh, when does phase one kind of conclude? And what does phase two look like? Uh, so phase one is just wrapping up as we eliminate single-use plastic. This has been like over a year's project. Um, we were trying to find compostable water bottles, which at this time are just not feasible. Um, and which don't is actually, so crazy. It is think. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So we and eventually we landed on those Alumatech water bottles, um, which I'm really soaked on. That was about a year process, just getting that all in order, working with Phillipsburg, um, Montana Silver Springs out there. Um, so now that's kind of coming to a close, future phases, um, I don't want to go too into detail with them yet, yeah. but they include um, various things like solar and just energy renovations on these buildings that are extremely old and were built before sustainability was kind yeah. of in the crosshairs. So um, talking about the water bottles, I know that was a big thing that you guys just unveiled. Are they only going to be available at the Kettle House uh, this summer, or will they be also at the Top Hat in the Wilma? They are at the Top Hat in the Wilma. Well, actually, at the Top Hat, we use compostable cups because we don't actually use, we don't sell water bottles there. We just True. give water for free. But I guess I are, have been there, and I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> but they are at the Wilma, and they are at the Kettle House okay. in pl- replacement of plastic water bottles. So they're used exactly the same. You can also buy reusable water bottles and the reusable clean canteen cups, which we sell at all the venues as well. Um, Ultimately, that's the best thing you can do is buy a reusable product and then reuse it. Um, But then if you you choose to go the single use route, now it's a single use aluminum bottle instead of a plastic bottle. So how do you come up with these ideas? Were you just drinking an otter water one day and you're like, wait a second. I mean, how do you get inspired to find solutions to these issues that... um, that you guys, I mean, because if you think about it, when people are coming to see music and they're ordering drinks or ordering, you know, whatever, it comes in cups, it comes with straws, it comes with napkins. And so finding ways to, yeah, divert that from going in the garbage. Um, I know you guys don't give straws now unless specifically asked yep. and all your cups are compostable. Um, how did you, how do you kind of find these answers? I will say straws suck. Yeah. Uh, it's paying attention to just current events and just seeing what's good outside yeah. of the entertainment world and trying to apply that to ours because it is a world where a thousand people are at a concert in one night and the thousand, those thousand people consume two or three cups each and then you have 3,000 cups on our hands. So um, it kind of just, it was looking at the big picture and then breaking that into smaller tasks. Um, also just paying attention to what's going on in the bigger picture, the bigger scope beyond concerts and kind of just bringing that into our world. And what you guys are doing is so extraordinary. Um, I know I had talked with Nick a few months ago, maybe even a year ago, uh, Nick Chicota, owner of Logjam Presents, and he was saying that it was it was difficult to find um, other venues to model after because the connection between live music and sustainability wasn't as prominent. Um, so you guys really are leading the way. So I just totally commend you. I think about uh, a show I was at last summer, Trombone Shorty and Galactic. It was awesome. And uh, I was with my little guy, my, my baby, and he we had some piece of trash. And I had such a hard time even finding a trash can because I was like, you know what? That's a great answer because the stuff that you guys have that you're serving, that you're providing for the patrons doesn't necessarily have to go. I found a trash can eventually, but it was it was a little bit, you know, I was like, OK, I, I need to make a better choice next time I 
you know, bring my own, you know, snack for a baby to a show. Um, okay, so let's, let's also, uh, can I talk, touch on your personal life a little yeah, bit? And kind of, you've got a really cool project going on. We're Instagram friends. I've been watching this whole um, van life unfold that you've been a part of. Uh, do you want to talk a little, little bit about that? Sure, yeah. I've drank the van life Kool-Aid. I'm super <laughs> interested in that lifestyle. Um, I just can't wait to live in a sustainable, um, off-grid, tiny home where I can bring anywhere, and it's a catalyst for all the other things in my life that I like to do, like skiing and mountain biking and camping and adventuring and music festivals and everything else. It's just going to be the catalyst for infinite adventure. And in the meantime, I'm just figuring out how to build it. I have zero experience. I'm using YouTube blogs and van friends, basically, to help figure this whole process out. And in the end, it's going to be a solar-powered, sustainable, off-grid house. That's awesome. When do you expect to complete that? Um, Hopefully... By the end of summer, we'll okay, see. Cool. It's going, it's coming along. Have you slept in it yet? No, I okay. just installed windows in it yesterday. Um, oh, nice. Next will be the floor, and then insulation and walls, and then the ceiling, electrical. Um, I'll probably sleep in it soon. Now that it's getting warmer. Yeah, totally. Yeah, just park it out in the kettle house parking <laughs> yep. lot. Listen to the van. <laughs> you know, if you're not working and running a whole show. Um, so you guys are. Uh, I know there's the the Elm, which is the the Bozeman venue. Uh, ground has been broken over there. Construction is underway. Do you plan to implement those same um, sustainability practices over there as well? Yes, definitely. So that's what I'm also working on right now. It's kind of how does this how does this look in Bozeman? You know, there's it's a completely different market. There's completely different companies to work with. Um, different waste systems. So that's one of my tasks right now is figuring all that out. And I will say that building is going to be built LEED certified, which is a government issued um, certification, stands for Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design. Um, so we'll be LEED certified silver, I believe, which is super awesome. That's way cool. Yeah, sustainable buildings. Well, I really appreciate all the work that you're doing. And I think um, making this connection between everyday items that we can just be a little bit more conscious about, you know having the good food store in here yesterday and talking about the to-go containers, you know, for $5, you can be a part of a to-go, to-go container, you know, program at the good food store. We can make these little changes in our lives. Um, yeah. Eliminating straws from our beverages. I mean, that was a big thing. I mean, I'm used, I'm a two straw kind of gal, you know, and I have been for a long time. Aren't we all? Yeah. So I had to, you know, I've put that to bed now. Um, you know, making some simple choices in our lives are, uh, are, are can be really beneficial and can really help moving move forward in this whole world of uh, sustainability and you guys are making it easy for everyone and so I encourage everyone when you're out at shows this summer or any time of the year to um, you know pay attention to what Logjam is doing Uh, you can check out a full list of all of their upcoming events they've also got some write-ups on their website about the water bottles and their uh, their uh, goals for sustainability at logjampresents.com Anything else you want to say to help encourage people to to follow along this track and save the planet? Um, I would just say, just think that the single-use world has not been around for that long. Uh, single-use plastics have only been around since the 1950s. In fact, there's a Time magazine or Life magazine cover where they're just throwing a bunch of plastic containers in the sky. Mm. And they're saying, we did it. We don't have to do our dishes anymore. It's just totally ridiculous. Oh. And it's having severe impacts on the world. Um, just think about how you do everything in your day-to-day life. Um, try and reuse items, try and, you know, bring your own things to put your groceries in, um, whatever you can do to just refuse. Yep. Refuse and reuse. Refuse, reduce, reuse, recycle in that order. 
Okay, there we go. <laughs> I'm going to write that one down. Uh, please keep us updated on what you guys are doing. Um, and I'd love to invite you back in the studio sometime this summer and kind of get an update on, um, I know you guys were, were talking with the with the com- with the compostable items last year, kind of gave some midsummer updates. So I'd love to hear about where you're at with that stuff. Yeah, I'd love to. Now we're all kind of getting in the groove. We're kind of understanding a little bit, and um, you know, I'm I'm also here to help cheer everyone on and, and make those choices. So thank you so much for stopping by, Chase. Yeah, thank you. All right, uh, all right. Speaking of you know concerts and live music, especially outside Kettle House Amphitheater, I thought I would play this one. Uh, can't wait for this show. The Claypool Lennon Delirium. They're playing at the Kettle House Saturday, June twenty second. Jim James, frontman for My Morning Jacket, will be opening up, uh, or I guess they're they're co headlining that show. Built to Spill is on that. Uh, on that list as well. So here we go. It's the Claypool Lennon Delirium Blood and Rockets Movement One on the Trail Lunchbox. (laughs) 